Hi, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello everybody, how you guys doing today? Welcome to another awesome episode of Craft Beer Bucket List with your host Big Ray and Mike. We're cranking out episode 3 of season 2, and if you add those together, it's still a number. How you doing tonight, Mike? I'm doing pretty good, how are you? Best day ever. Yeah, I say that all the time. I don't believe you anymore. I, you know, I say it every day, and uh, I hope one day it'll be true, Mike. I'm yeah. sick of lying about it. Just, just to be real, <laughs> painfully <laughs> optimistic. Well, that's all right. It's better yeah. to be uh, optimistic than pessimistic. I, I agree. I, I have no reason. To, yeah. Yeah. Um. So today we have three beers. We're going to be trying three. Um, the first beer that we'll be drinking together is a Wessex Penny Rile Pell Ale. It's a seasonal from Wessex Brewery. Next, you'll be drinking Moose Rule by Big Sky Brewing. You want to hold that up there? Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. Look at that. Look at this. Oh, yeah. And then for the third beer of the night, I have Wooden Cask Reformation, which is a Scottish stout. Ooh, look at that. I like that. I like that bottle. Yeah, pretty pretty fly. It is. Yeah. All right. So that's the beers. Uh, I know we had a couple previous episodes where we focused on one brewery. Uh, I'm kind of glad to get back to our format where we have a couple different brews in front of us, sharing one, and then we get our own. So, uh, um, you know, beyond that, um, I think we say it a lot is it's a solid lineup. Yes. So solid lineup. So solid, Mike. Without further ado. Oh, yeah. Cheers. The cheers. Yes, right. indeed. Cheers. There, there we go. How about yeah, that? So. Oh, my gosh, dude. Oh, yeah. Just it's right away. Long day, Ray. Right away, dude. Boom, 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 Citra boom. hops, dude. Both of them. You can you just know. You just know that they're there. Oh, I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So we, we've, we've had... Um, We've had a couple of their beers before, right? Uh, West Six. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're a pretty pretty cool brewery. I don't want to focus too much on them because we've talked a lot of a lot about them in previous uh, podcasts and whatnot. All I'll say is they've got a solid lineup as well. Uh, you know, they've got a lot of different uh, things they produce seasonally, and uh, as far as core beer, beer, the flagship beers, and all that. So, and this is one of their more well regarded um, seasonals. And, you know, they've been rolling out some pretty solid beers overall. I put the – so as far as their seasonal lineup, uh, I usually put Donka Chain, which is their Oktoberfest Marzen beer, and the Pinarau Pale Ale, which is their early spring beer, the uh, Pale Ale, um, as their – probably my favorite beers of the seasonal lineup. You know what I mean? Not of the one-offs and whatnot. But I got to say, before I go too much into this beer, I had a Mocha 
Mexican stout by them that came out for their eighth anniversary. Uh, and it was, it was pretty darn good. It was a little different for me. I've never, you know, it was different type of flavors for me in a beer and all that, but I liked it a lot. So you said it, you brought it right to the front. Mosaic and Citra. Oh, straight away. About those hops. I'm a big fan of both. I mean, if you're an IPA guy, I mean, you're, you're going to know about Mosaic and Citra hops. They are, are very popular, widely used, and, and blended together in beers. And uh, I don't know the mix. You know, I'm not I'm not a brewer. I don't know exactly how that works. Not sure how much they put in here. But, dude, it shines through quickly, and I like it. I like it a lot. Very hot forward beer. You get it in the aromas. And, uh, oh, I love that. Just so hoppy, dude. Makes me happy how hoppy So when is. I was – no, absolutely. It's, it's pretty good, man. Um, I'm getting kind of like an orange smell, maybe an orange and pineapple. Definitely some pineapple comes um, through. The t- yeah, it's – I, I like it's the the front as it starts. The front end's a little bit sweet. It's pretty sweet. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. It is so good. So good. And uh, I really like the can art on this as well. They they always have a cool color palette on the cans. And I really like the the three blues they went with here. It's very pretty. I like that it lets you know where it's from. The Lex- Lexington, Kentucky, it's on there. And I really like, we've talked about this before with our episode with Beer Babe Jess. The, their logo here with the number six. Mm-hmm. You're looking at this like it's a compass. The six is where the west would be. I absolutely love that. I love the simplicity of that. And it's just right out there in the forefront. And uh, I I just enjoy that. I like it a lot. Excuse me. No, I I like the colors of the can. I think it does well. I think they're good. Um, I don't know. Stylistically, I really like it. And, you know, and I don't know too much about the Pennyroyal region of Kentucky, uh, which has been simplified and changed to Pennyroyal. But there is a state park, Pennyrile State Park, and there's a uh, Pennyrile State Forest and all that. So there's some history with Pennyrile in the region. But, um, you know, so this is 6% ABV. So it's it's a uh, pretty uh, middle-of-the-road beer as far as ABV, uh, maybe a little bit on the light end for beers, that, you know, these days. It tastes, to me, the bodies right in the middle, right? Um, it's, it's got a decent body. It's not too light, not too heavy. The carbonation is pretty uh, light, um, so it's not overly carbonated. Um, it's not undercarbonated either, but it's very light. It's you know it's perfect. I think for this beer, they've done a good job with this. And um, to me, the, the, you know, the taste, um, the, the hops take over pretty quickly. As far as you know, they take on the, your tongue and your taste buds and kind of play with them a little bit and all that. I mean, overall, uh, you know. I get a little bit of the the breadiness as you know from from the as far as far as like the grain bill and whatnot. So um, 
I think it's a well-crafted beer and you know, and it, one of the reasons I got it is because I've had it before. Right. And, and I just think it's really, really good. No, <clears throat> I'm, I'm on board with you. This is a first, you know, go around for me with this beer. And uh, I'm stoked that you sent me another one from the West sixth brewery. Uh, but I, what I like about this, it, for a beer, it has some complexity to it. You know, like I said, very hot forward. You get that punch in the tongue. I talk about so much immediately. But it's got that breadiness. Yeah. It's got a, a slight sweetness about it. And really, if you taste it, it's, it's a, there's a little bit of pininess in there. And uh, in the midst of all that, you've got some pink grapefruit action, maybe some orange. But it has that nice citrusy, just like, hey, buddy, I'm here. Taste me. And all of those things combine yeah. to make a just wonderful beer drinking experience. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, overall, uh, I think I'd give this one, uh, an eight and a half or a nine, uh, just for, um, you know, for the beer style, especially, and, you know, considering all things, um, eight and a half, nine in that range. Um, what about you? So, uh, easy 8.5 for me, um, where I prefer a, a slightly more bitter, you know, punch out of an IPA. The flavor here is fantastic. Rock solid beer. Um, I'm with you. I like the, the carbonation in this. Um, I imagine if I was to pour this into a pint glass, it would be, you know, super lacy. You get a nice, thick, foamy head. It'd be enjoyable to look at. So you get all of those things combined. And uh, but still, solid score for me, 8.5. But, Mike, everyone wants to well, know. Yeah. What food would you pair with this beer? You know, um, I'll let you go first. So I'm thinking I want something spicy with this beer. And this is a direction I, I haven't gone too much, if ever, really with this. Um, but I'm thinking more of a, an international food, Mike. Like I, I would want a, a pad thai type dish with this. Or maybe some kind of red curry. See, I kind of had red curry on my mind a little bit. Um you know, when you go to West Six, uh website, they give you food pairings on theirs. And I, and I forget, mm. it may have said Indian food or Thai food or something like that. Okay. So, uh, you know, I kind of had that in my mind, uh, red curry. Um, but this is such a universal beer for early spring. And I think that that's part of it, too, is, you know, you could, you, I think I could see yourself having this with a, be uh, with a burger, Thai food. Oh, sure. Yeah, Mexican food, all kinds of different stuff. So. I'm going to go with red curry. I think, you know, I think that something I haven't had real recently um, because of the whole COVID-19 situation. Oh, I know. Right? Else, I had to get, get that curry right. But I think that would go well with it. And I think that's a good choice. So I'm going to, I'm going to defer to uh, biggest Ray Ray and uh, confirm his pick. And uh, you have been selected to uh, represent Penny Ryle Pell-El. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Touchdown! You could go all <laughs> oh, the way. way. So, Mike, before we go any further, that's good. That's good. But before we drive on, I got to know something. Now, Ray, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay, what, what is beer that? You what beer are you drinking? What beer am I drinking? I'm drinking this one, Mike. Tell us about it. Yeah. So this is the Moose Drool Brown Ale. So this is two firsts for me. One, I've never had any beer from Moose Drool. 
or uh, Big Sky Brewing, I should say, from Big Sky Brewing, the Moose Drill Brown Ale. If I could read on a Monday night, that would be fantastic, Mike. So I stumbled on this at one of my local beer houses. I'm like, I've never seen this. I am going to try it. So I'm a fan of brown ales. I thought, you know what? I'll roll the dice on this and uh, see if it's any good. So Big Sky Brewing in Missoula, Montana? Yes. Montana. That's right. So it's a, a beer company that was started by, uh, what, I think three or four folks. Okay. Um, Neil Leathers, Bjorn Nabosny, and Brad Robinson. Um, they have been home brewers in Michigan since the 80s. And uh, they moved to Montana with a group of friends around 1990. And uh, things just kind of took off from there. So they started a brewery and boom, just like that. Boom. So, yeah. So there's plenty more to be learned about the brewery. Um, I would encourage folks to check out their website or find them on social media at Big Sky Brewing. But, Mike, yeah. I'm, a, I'm ready to dive in this beer and see if it's good, my dude. Do it. Uh, you ready for this sound? Oh, my gosh. Oh, sounds so good. Oh, yeah. Oh. Whoa, man. Wow. Wow. That is solid, dude. Yeah. Tell me about it. That wow, brown ale and a half. So it's I'm drinking it right out of the can, so I can't really talk about the color too much. Um, you know, you can see it some, but it's like this is one I really wish I'd have put in a pint glass and just taken out of the can here for the show tonight. But this thick, I mean, it's it's a heavy body beer. It's a brown ale. It's not like a Guinness or something like that, but it's definitely full bodied. And uh, the, the coffee and chocolate just come out wonderfully up front. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it this may sound weird. It does. But you know when, like, you go camping and you step out of the tent first thing in the morning? And you got to pee bed? No. But, yeah. That's why you get out of the tent. There's no reason to get out of the tent <laughs> unless you got to go pee. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, I, I can't argue that fact. Okay. But during that time, you know, if, <laughs> if uh, you just take a big whiff of the, the sky, there's just like a, a smell you only get when you're outdoors is really what I'm getting at. Yeah. And uh, Great outdoors. And this kind of in its own beer magical way reminds me of that. But with a brown ale. Like this is. I'm trying to pick out some piney notes or something that, that we you know would say a lot about a lot of other beers, especially like an IPA, whatever. There's always a pininess about it. I'm not getting that specific note out of this, but this just reminds me of just being outside. That is phenomenal. Into the great wide open? Into the great wide open, yes. Like a Tom Petty song? Into the great wide open. So the mouthfeel in this is super light. It's kind of a, it's silky. I mean, I want to. I don't know if they use any lactose in this beer or not, but you know how the, the feel you get when they use lactose in the brewing process. Um, 
Yeah, it definitely I'll, feels I'll... like that. I mean, it's absolutely enjoying that. The mouthfeel is, is, is fantastic. The chocolate and the coffee, you know, just come together through the front and the back. It's just, it's all right there. Um, it's a little heavy overall. It's I still won't say heavy because I say it's it's light and it's silky smooth, but it is a bit heavy. And uh, I, I don't see myself drinking more than one of these at a time. Okay. And, uh, really? That's that's fine. Um, it's good to know going in, you know, like I'm going to crack one of these and enjoy it and either be done with beer for the night or move on to something a little lighter. This is really delicious. Um, I mean, I, I like it a lot. It's uh, easily one to put on my craft beer bucket list for other folks to try. And uh, But this is another one. I love the can art. I love this bright green color. I think it makes the moose pop off of that. And then the red for the name. And then I like this skull on the back. It says we make water fun. They've done a fantastic job of that. And so just huge, huge win for me. And it's pretty low ABV even, Mike. It's only 5.2%. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you could crush a couple of these and feel good about it. I could probably maybe put two down, but I think I'd be happy with just one. So what about the carbonation? I need to know. Oh, the carbonation in this is on point. Um, I think it's, it's fairly lightly carbonated, um, uh, which, which is fine. And then like an overall rating and. I would give this another beer for 8.5 for me. Like, this is just really, I, I want more of these, right? Sure. Like, I'm not happy with just having this one. I want to find more and just keep them in my fridge for when I want them. Hmm. All right. And given these guys are out of Montana, Mike, like for so a few kind of things, would you do? Yeah. I'm thinking rustic outdoors. Like, this might be a good you know, elk burger. Um, type scenario or get out, you know, uh, a moose steak or something like that. Just some of those rugged, rough, big animals. And uh, I remember enjoying a, a, a good taste of, number of those. Yeah. Like I visited Yellowstone a few years ago and um, all those meats are just readily available where they're not so much here in Oklahoma. And for me, this is a beer that's just smooth enough. It's easy to take down, but rugged enough to just really pair with uh, those wild flavors. So I'm down. Down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Oh, this was so good. Well, dude. so you, while you're taking a, a couple more drinks, the wooden cask, Reformation, Scottish Stout. Now, let me tell you, I'm going to, Click on something real here so I can have it right in front of me. Um, you know, I love reading these things. So right. I want to read what's on the wooden cask uh, intro on their website. Okay, do it. You ready? Yes. Okay. Yes. Wooden cask brewing. We know a thing or three about groom. All right, I'm going to start over. You ready? And five, four, three. Wooden Cast Brewing. We know a thing or three about brewing great beer. Beer. <laughs> I can't do it. Never mind. Oh, well. I tried. I gave it my best. <laughs> you know. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah. So, basically, the thing is, is their big thing is they focus on time, taste, and tradition. 
Um, they make sure they put in the time, they make sure they get the right taste, and they make sure they follow traditions to honor some of those old brewing traditions. That's basically it, right? So they, they say they know a thing or three about brewing great beer. Great beer. Why can't I talk? Why can't I say that little thing? But um, anyway, so their focus is on making great beer. Um, it was probably three years ago I met um, their manager or their marketing managers. I, I forget her exact title. Uh, super awesome. Uh, Kinsey. Uh, she she talked me up at the uh, – or we chatted. I don't mean talked me up. It sounded wrong. But we chatted quite a bit at the Kentucky Guild of Brewers Conference. Uh, it was either late January or early February a few years ago. And uh, so I asked about, you know, because they were new to me at that time. And I was just asking about the beers. And this is one she said that I had to try at some point. And, and so I picked it up recently. I want to say, uh, tell Kinsey, thank you, because um, this is a really good beer. And I'm really, really glad I picked it up over some other choices. Now, Wooden Cask has uh, six to 10 different beers you can get. They're in bottles, um, which is a little different for a lot of uh, microbreweries nowadays. Um, but anyway, they, 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 they bottle and distribute quite a few different beers now. They're out of Newport, Kentucky. And so that's just south of Cincinnati by about, I don't know, a handshake. Um, oh, sorry, you don't do handshakes during COVID-19. A fist bump or an elbow bump. No, it's just south. So if, if you know where the um, Newport Aquarium is, which is, on the, which is in the Cincinnati metro, but it's on the south side of the river, so it's just into Kentucky. They're like a, a block or two south of that um, area. So they're in that little metro area. And it's a cool spot. Um, they have, um, you know, a pr pretty good sized tap room. They've got uh, a fine selection of beer. They're actually able to have, uh, make mixed drinks and all that as well. Um, so you can go there and have, have a good time, man. And uh, the people there seem to be super nice. All the ones I've met, uh, which aren't too many. Um, I've been to the brewery a couple of times uh, and I, I've, I've met Kenzie and I've met a couple of their bartenders and all that. And everybody's super nice. Uh, so big, big shout out hats off to them and whatnot. But more than anything, I just want to talk about the beer, Ray. The beer. I just want to talk about the beer. Tell us about it. Th this reminds me. Yeah, this reminds me how much I like uh, Scottish style beers. It, it is tasty. So, you know, drinking out of the bottle. I should have put. I should have had a glass for this. I think it's all good. Some more. Uh, the scenic stuff, you know, see what it looks like and all that. But it's got, um, for, for me, I'm getting some dark chocolatey, um, boozy-ness to it. So, it, and, you know, typical of the Scottish styles, it, you know, tastes a little boozier than it is, I think. Right. So it's 7.5%, I believe, uh, is what I read. So, um, no, I don't know where I saw that at. You know, it's on there somewhere, I'm sure. It's on there. Any, anyhow, yeah. Um, like I know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it, it just, you know, it has that taste. But I'm getting a lot of uh, dark chocolate out of it. Maybe a little bit of char char or uh, charness to it. Um, you know, and I know, uh, if I remember right, Kenzie said that if I liked coffee stouts, I would like this. I do like coffee stouts. And I do like this, but I don't see a, I don't get a whole lot of similarities myself. But you know, there is, like I said, I'm getting that dark chocolate, the the, the bready dark chocolateness. So anyway, 
Excuse me. I think it's got, you know, it's, it's a, got, got a little bit of bitterness to it from, you know, some of the malts. Um, but, you know, it's, it's very easy to drink. It's got a medium to heavy body for me. Um, you know, I'd say in the, in the medium to heavy, it's more closer to the medium or whatnot. I thought I saw something out of the corner of my eye, but then I looked to my left and it's a reflection of myself <laughs> in the glass. Um, so yeah, I was like, what is that? Oh, it's me. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, no, it's really good. And it's, it's pretty silky on the tongue. It's, it's smooth. It, you know, it, it drinks well. Um, it's, you know, it's very drinkable, you know, whatever. Um, so I'll say, I'll say this. I, I think that, um, I don't know. I like it. So that's all I'll say. I like it a lot. It's, uh, the carbonation's right on point. It's a little bit, uh, medium to low on carbonation overall. Per style. So I think it's re really well done for the beer style. Um, and again, you know, it's, uh, the, the flavors are there. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's not too much, uh, as far as, uh, heaviness on the beer is, you know, it's not too light on anything. Well balanced. Um, as far as food, you know, what I was actually thinking about this would go well with is some type of, um, pastry. And I don't know why, like, um, pastry, I could see this. Yeah. And I could see this, you know, like, um, Oh heck! Like a cream cheese, um, like a Danish. Shoot. Yeah, thank you. That is exactly the word I was looking for. Like a cream cheese Danish. There you and go. And I don't know why it just kind of stuck in my head. Like it might be the good one to go with that. So um, Dude, overall, you know, um, that's all. Yeah, and it was yeah, absolutely yeah. And so, but it it did it reminds me that you know maybe I need to get back into these uh, Scottish style beers. Try a few more of them. You know what I mean? I, know I, what do. I mean. I yes. Burn. So overall, so, what would, what kind of ranking would you give this, Mike? So anyway, that's it, man. Yeah. I give it an eight out of ten. Um, it's really good. Um, I think for a Scottish stout, it's pretty uh straight down the line. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think there's anything super special about it. I think the taste is there. I don't think it's anything super unique. Uh, I'm not sure if this is one of their flagship beers or whatnot, but it could easily be a, a solid flagship beer. So I'm going to give it an eight. Excellent. It's, it's, it's still a fancy. Yeah. So, board. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I tell people all the time, anything above seven goes on my list. Yeah, absolutely. So it's either if it's, uh, if it's uh, something that I had and rate of seven, that is a craft beer bucket list beer. Yes. Um, if it's below a seven, that means uh, I would not put it on the list. If it's below a five, that means do not drink it. Yeah. And we haven't had Man. any of those on the show to this point. Not yet. Not yet. Not to say that they won't happen. Yeah. But no, we're, we're selective about the beers that we pick up and try. Uh, but there's several I've had that I wouldn't return to. It didn't speak to my taste bros. It still tasted good, and I'd recommend other people try it, but it wasn't so skunky or nasty. I'd be like, oh, no, never touch this. Just, bah. Haven't had that yet. Sure. Okay. So so overall, we had the, the West Six Penny Ryle Pale Ale. You gave it an 8.5. I gave it an 8.5. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so, indeed. So overall, an 8.5, yeah. You had Big Sky's Moose Drool, which is a brown ale. Moose Drool. And what would you give uh -oh. that? Also an 8.5. Hang on that. Yeah, man. 
Super high score. And then coming in, uh, closing out the show, we've got the wooden cask Reformation, which is a Scottish stout. Um, and I give it an eight. Um, I think that's three up, three down. Uh, three beers that we add to our craft beer bucket list. Ray, that's three beers you have to try before you die. Before you die. Yes, indeed. What do you think? What do you think? So I think I'm going to repeat. So that's all. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so I was going to repeat some rhetoric. Another solid lineup. I mean, three beers above an eight out of ten. That's a, that's tough to beat, Mike. That's one hell of a show. That's what I say. Oh, absolutely, man. Um, good selection. Um, thank you again for a solid podcast. And uh, I want to say thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Ray, I'll let you take it out with the social medias and goodbyes. I can do that. So thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in. Now that we're broadcasting more right here on YouTube, and we're also putting the audio up on our podcast where we host with Anchor.fm. You can also find us, of course, on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and many, many more places where you listen to your podcast. So please be sure to give us five stars if that's available. Be sure to share this with your friends and families. Give us those likes where you can. And always, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And reach out to us. We'd love to make contact with our listeners and the audience. So thank you so much. And please, please, please stay at home. We're still in the quarantine as of the recording of this podcast. We're doing the best that we can to flatten the curve while still supporting local business. Get that local beer from your favorite brewery, but get it curbside and or delivery. Don't drink and drive and stay safe. We will see you next week on episode four. Later, guys. Adios. And that's a wrap. Boop, boop, boop.